Hello, y'all, and welcome to Young Folk Knits. My name is Casey. And I'm Becky. And this is a Very Yarny Podcast. Hello, y'all. Welcome back to another episode. Becky and I are here in Arkansas coming to you with more fiber chats. How are you doing today, Becky? I'm doing really good. How about you, Case? I'm good. Sitting with a fan on me. Gotta have that <laughs> fan going. It is very hot yet again this week. So how's your, how does your garden grow? How is it doing? It's doing good. It is in severe need of weeding, but I can only stand to be outside for just a little bit. But I've harvested so many cucumbers in the last uh, like two or three days. I've got both of the vegetable drawers in my refrigerator are just filled with cucumbers. So I think I need to give some away already. And I'm starting to get my first tomatoes that are ripe. And that's so exciting. How about your garden? It's doing good. Um, Lots of the cucumbers and squash and zucchini and all that. We've got watermelon. I love seeing the watermelon. They're super cute when they're like little because they just, a lot of vegetables, I mean, you can tell a tomato is going to be a tomato, but it's quite different looking when it first starts out, you know, it's not the right same color. It's not the size. It doesn't have like the markings. If you're doing a certain type of tomato that maybe might be stripey or whatever, it doesn't have that till the very end, but a cucumber is just looks just like a cucumber, but in shrunken little form. And it is just the cutest thing ever. I love it. I said cucumber, didn't I? I meant to say watermelon. Little baby melon. (laughs) (laughs) You know, when we know when Jessica Beals out there with her tiny shrimp, shrunken cucumber <laughs> we know what you mean i know you to today didn't you? you you need to help me out because she's not in her right mind <laughs> okay so me what are you what are you knitting on this week tell us your projects me knitting on the pinguono um i've got all the back done the front right side or the front is done and so i'm moving on to the picking up again and going to the back and then I'm going to, uh, and then I'm going to move around the back to the left side. And it is looking wild and crazy. <laughs> like a kaleidoscope It's definitely out of my comfort zone. I, I want to wear it to, to Rhinebeck. If I can summon the courage, I will. I'll just have to let you see it first, <laughs> oh. but it is, it is wild as I'll get out. But I, um, I think it'll be at least fun around the house and it'll also be fun to like threaten my children that I'm going to be in public with them wearing that. (laughs) I love it. I think it looks awesome. You better wear it. So the Pinguono is a pattern by Stephen West in case you have not heard of this pattern before. And I think it is a little bit tamer of some of his patterns though, actually. It is. And it, you know, you can make, I've seen people do it solid color or just like two or three colors and it can look just like a normal kind of, um, just kind of open front cardigan jacket. Um, but I'm using all of my scraps from the amount of hat knitting that I did for like two or three years, pretty much everyone I love, you get a hat from me. And so I have, you know, a lot of yarn (laughs) because you don't usually use all of it up in a hat generally at least I don't use it up in a hat so I have 
you know, a good amount of scrap yarn. And, and so I just gather that all together in colors that I thought would look good together. <laughs> um, some of them are not the greatest choices, but I'm going to roll with it and I'm going to see how it looks once I put the I-cord edging on, because, you know, when you add bright ochre to something, it's, you know, it'll, it'll make sense. <laughs> Makes everything better. Apparently in my mind, that's what I'm going with. That's what I'm saying. It'll all look better when I put bright ochre on it. Becky's psychedelic pinguono. <laughs> it is. It's definitely a magical trip. <laughs> I, love, I like it. I think it looks good. I think it's going to be awesome and you should definitely wear it. I think you're going to really like it. I have a feeling I will. And I think if I wear tamer clothes, you know, it's not like I'm going to have a skirt that's going to look just like that <laughs> or a hat with the same thing, which you could totally do. And I think that would be amazing to see at a fiber festival. But um, I think, you know, just with some more neutral looking clothes, I think it will sort of make some sense. Which speaking of Rhinebeck, we have some very exciting news. We, of course, have been furiously planning our Rhinebeck weekend outfits. We want to sew, we want to knit, we want to like make all our own everything. <laughs> which probably won't happen, but uh, we thought it would be super fun. We can't resist a knit along. So we're going to do the Rhinebeck Caravan Knit Along, which you can find more details about on Instagram. By the way, why don't you tell them your Instagram handle where they can oh, find you? Okay. My Instagram is a hand knit letter and there's dots between a hand knit and letter. Yes, and you can find me at youngfolk.knits on Instagram. So we have a post up about it, but basically we wanted to just do a knit along that is all about outfits for Rhinebeck. It can really be anything that you would make to wear to Rhinebeck or if you're not going, which has this is the first time for both of us. Right. We've never been. So in the past, I've like made a Rhinebeck sweater, even though I was obviously not going to Rhinebeck. So you don't have to be going to join in. This is, you know, this can be something that you would wear if you were going to Rhinebeck too. So we think it's going to be a lot of fun. For sure. It's going to be a blast. And yeah, we've never been. And I always live vicariously through other people. I like to watch YouTube videos where Pete, where some of the people I follow on Instagram or on YouTube go to Rhinebeck. I like to see their outfits. And um, I always have a, a lot of fun watching them. And I'm, you know, I think, oh, what would I wear if I was going? So I think it's going to be a lot of fun to have everyone join along, kind of caravan their way with us <laughs> to Rhinebeck. <laughs> yes. So all you have to do to participate, I think it's going to be an Instagram only because I had a lot of trouble last time keeping up with the Ravelry thread. I just basically couldn't do it. I'm really, really bad about using Ravelry. It doesn't send me notifications. It's just hard to keep up with. So if you want to participate, it's going to start July 15th and run through October 15th. And you just need to, again, make something that you are going to wear to Rhinebeck or would wear to Rhinebeck and use the hashtag Rhinebeck Caravan Cal in your post on Instagram so we can see it. Yay. It'll be, be so fun to see what you guys are making. And even though it says Cal, so like Cal stands for, it's K-A-L. And so that stands for knit along. 
um, even though it says cal, it's really a make-along. So if you want to crochet something, if you're not a knitter, or if you want to um, sew something or whatever craft that you can, uh, that I can't think of, but you know how to do and you want to make something to wear, then join, join in. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I made, so I made a hinterland dress. We're talking about different stuff we're going to sew. So definitely crochet. Yeah, all crafts, all, you know, accessories, garments. We've kind of been talking about what we're going to make. You said that you're going to make your husband a hat probably. Yes, I, I am going to make him a hat. I'm going to make him wear it. Two things. <laughs> um, I think I'd like to make um, the hat and peak by um, Max the Knitter or Maxim Sear. I think that's what, who, what I'm going to make for, for him to wear. Yes. And I, I love that hat pattern. I think I'm going to make myself one of those. And then I was trying to decide between making my husband, Brandon, either a cabled sweater or like full on knitted overalls, <laughs> you know, <laughs> neck down, <laughs> sort of toss up. We'll see. <laughs> Maybe Matt. And then he can wear my pinguono. With the overalls. <laughs> so we got our woolen folk tickets. So we, we got our woolen folk tickets and our husbands are going to come with us. We're super excited about that. So they, they definitely need some knitwear for Friday. For sure. We got to make them something. For sure. And that's going to be such a cool, at least, I mean, I think it's going to be cool. It sounds super cool. It's in an orchard and um, they have, they just released the list of vendors and there's some fantastic vendors. I cannot wait because we've said this before that we live in a, in rural communities. Casey does and I do. And um, it's, it's a drive. It is a trek. It is over two hours um, to get to yarn stores. Well, for me and, and for her too, I think there's like maybe one, maybe an hour from you and there's one an hour from me, but um it's a trek, you know, it's a long time to get somewhere. So we usually have to shop online. And so it's going to be so exciting to see the yarn that we've seen on Instagram or on online shops, but actually see the colors in person and touch it in person. And that's what I'm most excited about is just feeling everything. I may not purchase. I mean, I will purchase. Let's not kid ourselves, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but I want to be able to feel everything that I'm interested in so that I know how it feels and I know the colors and I'm going to take good notes. And that way, when I go in the future, when I go to look for yarn for sweater, sweater quantities or for projects, you know, well into the future, because I mean, nobody really has a budget to, to buy all the yarn that they like, that they see. <laughs> and so eventually I will know what things feel like and I'll know the colors because it depends, you know, it really I've had many times where I look um, at colors and they're, when I get them, they're not exactly what I thought they were because it's, and it's not the fault of the dyer or the, um, the company or even the website. It's just because computer screens change colors and you can look at a picture from five different phones and they all look different. So, um, you know, there, there's that problem. What are you most looking forward to at Woolen Folk and Rhinebeck now that I've rambled? <laughs> I, I, turn, I turn the floor to you, madam. <laughs> I'm on the same page. I, I want to do the same thing. I'm excited to see things I haven't seen. And I'm also um, excited to shake hands and meet some people that I have, you know, followed along their making journey for 
for a long time and I'd love to just say hi to them in person and see what they have made and are wearing to write. You know, I think it'll just be fun. I think it'll be fun to all of it. Just be in a bubble of fiber everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) And people who are just as excited about it as we are. Who don't think it's weird. (laughs) Exactly. People who don't think we're cuckoo. Cuckoo. Because we love our yarn. So, yeah, if y'all want to join in that, we are super hopped up about getting all of our stuff knit up. And and so we think it would just be fun to everybody knit it together, you know. And I think it's going to be a good make-along because it's very open. You don't have to knit a specific pattern. So the more the merrier. Let's all caravan to Rhinebeck. I'm excited. I am too. Oh, and we forgot to talk about prizes. So we also kind of decided about one prize that we would give to someone who is attending Rhinebeck and one prize for someone who is with us in spirit only. Uh, Yeah, so that's great. We're going to do two prizes, like you said. And um, Morgan saw your post uh, on Instagram about the the cow of Shop Knitting Nelly, Morgan of Shop Knitting Nelly. And she offered to donate one of her adorable bags like whoever gets that is a lucky person because <laughs> they are so cute but so she offered to do that and then there was someone else right who offered to- yes um yeah so uh there's a newer um business stitch marker maker sable and stone is the handle on instagram absolutely stunning stitch markers she uses these beautiful Uh, stones and they just they're so pretty I've bought a few sets from her so she has also offered some stitch markers so I think that um that's gonna that's gonna be really nice plus we have some yarn that we're gonna contribute to the prize and so we're trying to figure out how we're gonna split up the the prizes and what's gonna go with what but um we had talked about one of the prizes for the person that is attending Rhinebeck we may be able to just hand them their prize in person that weekend that would be so much fun I would love that I would absolutely love to meet whoever that is and say here you go here's your little something something and let's see your outfit (laughs) um but then also I think I would like to get a pin or a sticker something that's specific to the festival to the New York Sheep and Wolf Festival to send to the person who is not able to attend in person. So they can have a little something from the festival itself. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. And we are, we both really love everything camping themed. (laughs) So we think that this cow is going to make some really fun t-shirts and mugs and stickers. So we're trying to get all of that up and going and um, that way, if you want a T-shirt for the Rhinebeck Caravan Cal, then hopefully you'll be able to get one um, as well. That would be awesome. I want a T-shirt to wear oh. with my pingono. <laughs> I want a T-shirt too, and I want a mug because I drink my tea every night. I need to, I need to drink it in a, a knitting mug. For sure. Okay, so I think we have a few questions for tonight. We've chatted away for quite a while about everything else. But what is our first question, Becky? So our first question comes from Jelena of Jelena Sue on Instagram. Hey, Jelena. Um, Her question is, 
notions. Stitch marker shape that you like. And then she asked, do you cut or break your yarn? And do you use a stitch counter, yes or no? So let's start with the first one, stitch marker shape you like. What about you, Casey? Hello, Jelena. <laughs> okay, so I really like the stitch markers that you can clip and unclip because that way you can like super easily take it off no matter where you're at. So basically the cheapest stitch markers ever, those light bulb stitch markers, they end up being my favorite always. What about you? I like those a lot and I use those quite frequently and I like being able to, you can get them in pretty metals like rose gold and like brass and black and like a, I don't know, an antique bronze looking color, but then you can also get them in, in all the colors of the rainbow, which is nice because then you can know, you can choose like, okay, red marks this such and such and yellow means that, and you can have like your own code. So I like to use that. Um, but sometimes even though they, those are my favorite, sometimes I can get it where that stitch marker, the little, cause the end is narrower than the top. That's why it's a light bulb, but it, um, it, that little narrow end can work its way between stitches and move itself sometimes. And so I've had that happen to me before and that's a little scary. <laughs> so sometimes I like to have just like little metal rings too that can't um that can't do that you know because they cannot they don't have a narrow end so they can't you know you know fish themselves other places um so I like to have a, a combo of both it depends on what I'm knitting and if like the needle if I feel like it's going to be able to work its way through if it's like a real crucial section I might put those little metal rings on yeah, I always want my beginning of round stitch marker to be completely different. So if I'm using the light bulb stitch markers for all my raglan or, you know, whatever increases or decreases that I'm doing, then a lot of times my beginning of round will not be a light bulb stitch marker. And then the only thing I'll have to say about that is I love all of the pretty fun stitch markers, but if they're too heavy, it just ruins it for me. So I, I do like a light stitch marker that doesn't make me feel like it's pulling on my work at all. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so the other part of that question is, do you cut or break your yarn? I break it. I'm too lazy to go get scissors. I cut it because I am not an animal. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just cut it just because I'm. that's just who I be. <laughs> You're so, you are very, you're very precise with it. I'm like over here, like how much strength do I have? Can't this, this linen cotton blend will break. I will make it. I can do it. Oh, that's funny. Oh, and then stitch, stitch like row counter. Do you use a row counter? Do you use I, one? I do. I use one when I can find it. <laughs> I will. I have a row counter um, just like the little clicky one, that, that real satisfying little click, 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 click. I love that one. I like the sound it makes. I love pushing it. Um, and I have it on a leather cord. So I wear it around my neck and my husband calls it my life alert, <laughs> my life alert neck necklace. And so I, I do use that, but then sometimes also I am worried that I'm not going to click it. And so I get in my head a lot about a lot of things. I'm worried that I'm not going to click it. So I also get a piece of paper and I do tally marks as well. So I have got the rows are 
tabulated <laughs> in both forms. <laughs> Y'all are getting to know Becky really well right now. <laughs> no, I like, I never trust my row counter. I never trust my pencil marks. I don't, I just don't trust it. So even though I have marked it down, I will still go back and literally count the rows on my project because I, I never trust that I've actually hit the row. I'm like, that doesn't sound right. Is that right? I don't think so. I, I, I don't trust it either. I do it two ways and I still don't trust myself. I'm like, uh, I don't know, guys. I better go check it. <laughs> and then I'll check it and I'll think, did I, what was the number that I came up when I checked it? And I'll go check it again. So it's, it's a problem. <laughs> yeah. So we use it, but we don't trust it. We don't trust it. <laughs> so we have another question from Allison and she says, where did the name Young Folk Knits come from? So this is a, a really simple question. <laughs> it's not anything special. I love all things folksy. I love all, you know, makes you sound really hippy dippy cool, even though I'm not. You like folk music. You like old I, folks. You like. <laughs> I do. I love all things folk. I think it's just <laughs> fun. So, yes, I, I just I really liked the word folk. When I was younger, teenager, I guess, this is really showing my age. I loved that song Peter by Peter Bjorn and somebody. John. Yeah. Peter Bjorn and John, right? I think so. But the Young Folks is the name of the song. I love that song. And I think I was listening to that song and I was like, oh, I think I'm just going to change my name on Instagram to Young Folk Knits. And there you have it. It's definitely not meant to be um, anything, you know, negative about age, like only young knitters or anything like that. It was mainly just due to the song. <laughs> I really liked that song a lot. And you hang out weekly with your Mima, so it's not, you're not ageist. <laughs> so there you have it, folks. <laughs> All right. What's our last question? Our last question comes from Martha. Hi, Martha. How's your sweet baby? Um, the question you left for us is top yarn stores you wish you could visit in person and why? Ooh, you go first. Where we, where do you want to go? Everywhere. I want to go to all of them. Like, you know, um, Nitty Natty? Mm-hmm. She's going to all of them. Did you know that? No, I didn't see that. So she's leaving New York City. She's buying a van and her and her husband are going to live in the van down by the river <laughs> just <laughs> they're gonna live in a van and they are going to travel the u.s and go to a yarn store or i don't think i can't possibly be all the yarn stores but they plan on going to at least visiting a yarn store in all the states that'll be fun super fun okay so the question was not about what she's doing it's about what i'm gonna do <laughs> um i would love to visit uh the Pearl Soho in, in IRL. <laughs> I would love to go to uh Brooklyn general store. Did you see Mia from knit and grace? She says that Pearl Soho is closed and boarded up and papered over and what? So I need a time machine to go to that. <laughs> that may, that may be get your, um, uh... Oh, I almost said Mandalorian. Get your DeLorean car. Get your DeLorean. I don't think the Mandalorian time travels. 
there may be a lot of people who don't even know what I'm talking about here. This is definitely a, an eighties, <laughs> an eighties baby thing. But uh, yeah, get your DeLorean if you want to go to the the Pearl Soho store. Man, that's sad. Well, I missed the boat on that one. Um, Brooklyn General Store is that still there? As far as I know. <laughs> Okay. I would like to go there. I would like to go to Hill Country Weavers in Texas. That looks like a lot of fun. And the Stash uh, store in Calgary. That would be fun. Maybe you're going to one of those soon. Wink, wink. Maybe I am. (laughs) What about you? I would really like to go to... (laughs) <laughs> so there's one store that I would like to go to because we order from there online all the time and they just have everything and that's wool and co. So I would like to go there just because I know I could see like every yarn ever and <laughs> that would be fun. I want to see, I want to see the place in person where I order all my yarn from. Right. <laughs> I also think it would be fun to go to Farmer's Daughter Fibers because I really like a lot of their stuff that's not even just yarn. And I think it would be fun to go in their shop. Plus, I think Montana and Wyoming and just all of that area is so beautiful. So I want to go on a trip (laughs) and visit the yarn store while I'm there. And I also would love to go to Black Mountain Yarn Shop so I could see Danny and Renee and and all the girls, Maggie, and they have a lot of really cool stuff in their shop too. So I think I would be able to see a lot of spin cycle colors in person and you can really pick the best ones (laughs) whenever you're in person and you can see what you like. There's just a lot of, you know, a lot of different yarn that I've not been able to see except over a computer screen that I'd like to look at their colors. And I would love to go to um, La Mercerie. Mm-hmm. I love that's my one of my favorite places in the world is the Pacific Northwest and I really love um Bainbridge Island. We went there I went there in 2019 but I you know their shop wasn't there. Um but the Lamb and Kid is over there too, so I would love to go see them and um meet all there's the just, girls over there. There's just so many. I mean, it's like how do you choose? How do you choose? And but you know what? Even though that all of a lot of these stores are dream trips we actually are going to go to some arkansas stores soon so they're going to have the yarn crawl here in arkansas and casey and i are going to make a day of it because you need a whole day (laughs) to get there exactly your travel time is your day yeah i'm excited because we're going to go to a couple that i've never been to um they're quite a distance from both of us And then I think it lasts for a week or so. And you have a yarn store that's a little bit closer to you that I've never been to. It's not close to me at all. But is it part of the yarn crawl? It is. It is. It's called Unraveled. It's it's closer to me. It's still, you know, a couple hours there and back. Um, But yeah, I've been there once. It's really cute. It's it's part yarn store, part bookstore. So, you know, if you don't like yarn, you can just mosey your way on over to the other side. (laughs) Yeah, that would be fun. You may have to run over there too during that week. I I most likely will. Yeah. Yeah. There's just so many yarn stores that 
we'll have to get around to my mom just got back from Scotland and Ireland. And while she was there, she went to Ginger Twist in Scotland and she sent me some pictures. She squished some, she squished, she squished some yarn. That was hard to say. It's squished. <laughs> she squished it. <laughs> yeah. She brought, and she brought me back some, some cool stuff, which I'll have to show on the podcast one of these days. Oh, that'd be fun. I would love to see it. Hi, Casey's mom. <laughs> Hi, mom. <laughs> so thank y'all so much for hanging out with us again today. Don't forget about the Rhinebeck Caravan Cal. We hope that you can join us. We're still hammering out a few prize details, but I think it's going to be really fun. We're going to have more info, I'm sure, maybe even by the next podcast. Where can they find you on Instagram again, Becky? It is a hand knit letter. So a dot hand knit dot letter. And you can find me at youngfolk.knits on Instagram. And don't forget if you want to submit questions or topics for us to chat about that you can visit youngfolknits.com and find the little submission form and send us in something to chat about. We'd love to talk about it. Until next time, happy knitting, y'all. Happy knitting. Happy knitting.